What is up, my friends? Welcome to Rebel and Create's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast, where I interview incredible fathers gaining wisdom from their stories for you and I to grow in our craft. I'm your guide, Ned Shout, father to five kiddos, currently ages 8 to 14, and husband to my rad wife, Sarah, working on our 17th year of marriage. So yeah, I'm in the thick of it, the adventure of fatherhood. I'm working daily to rebel against the low expectations for fathers and create a world where fatherhood matters. You and I have the greatest opportunity to impact our world through the way we embrace our fatherhood role. I believe the role of the father is to serve, guide, provide, protect, and to have fun in the messiness of it all. Today's guests are Brandon Miller and Dr. Ryan Darby. This is an incredible conversation around a parenting assessment they created to help parents understand their strengths and really work as a parent from their strengths. Enjoy this conversation with my friends, Brandon and Dr. Ryan. I know that it will really inspire and encourage you. And I hope you check out their parent assessment, which will really help you dive deep into how you were created to really be the best parent possible. Okay, welcome to Fatherhood Field Notes. I'm really excited to be doing my first podcast, I believe, with two guests at the same time. So I want to welcome Brandon and Dr. Ryan to Fatherhood Field Notes. What's up, guys? Hey, hey, man. Nice to be here. Whoa, easy with the enthusiasm, guys. We're about to talk <laughs> fatherhood. Come on, don't make me start this over. Uh, I know that was, it's... That, that was easing, bro. That was easing. <laughs> we're just we're just warming them up. Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Well, hey, I'm really pumped to talk to you guys, and I kind of just want to jump into some things. You know, what we're going to talk about is, is Brandon, you have a book coming out uh, in just a few weeks, a parenting book, and we're going to talk about that. And the parenting book goes right along with a parenting assessment that Dr. Ryan created, and the two go together. And so I, I'm eager to jump into that. So maybe if you could just give a uh, just a real intro to the assessment and then a real intro to the book. And then I'm going to hammer on you guys as dads. And then we'll dig into both of those a little bit more. Does that sound cool? Very. All right. We'll hit Dr. Ryan first. Uh, just give us like the high level view. What is this assessment? Yeah. This, so this assessment, it's a strengths assessment. So what that means is we're looking for the best parts of you. So we want to know what makes a great parent, who are these great parents and how you can discover what makes you a great parent. And so we literally dove into over 50 years of research on parenting, on personality assessments, on workplace assessments, strengths assessments. So we went, did this really deep dive. Brandon and Annalyn, you guys interviewed what, a hundred couples? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe more. Yeah. So we just dove into everything and then we took all of that and broke it down and we said, all right, well, what's the most essential? What are the parts of a parent's personality that leads to success for their kids, that leads the parent to have more energy, more joy, uh, leads them to feel successful and confident? So after we broke that down, came out with 12 different, let's call them personalities, you know, characteristics okay. or strengths that someone could have that would lead them to be strong in the home and lead them to be their best selves in the home. So there, there's 12 different strengths. When you take the assessment, you'll get a breakdown of where you sit on each of those 12. And here's the great news that every single parent we've assessed has strengths. Every single one nice. of them has parts of their personality that are awesome and that they could lean into to become better as a parent. 
And so you'll get, you'll know instantly when you take the assessment, what, what are your best parts of your parenting personality and how to lean into those? It's, it's awesome. And then Brandon and Annalyn, his wife, they went on to write a, a, a book. I'm going to call it a guidebook to take people through these strengths and help them understand how to really unlock them, unpack them. Okay. Awesome. So I'm going to hammer with some questions, but first, Brandon, is there anything you want to touch on of, of the book, like high level of the book? You know, Dr. Ryan called it a guide to go along with the assessment. Is that accurate? You feel like there's anything different about the book that you would say? You know, we lead right out of the gate with this idea of going from imposter to incredible. That so many of us in our dad role, life role, could be business, could be home, just feel like we're faking it till we make it. A lot mm. of us have heard that term. It's like, I don't want to get caught or found out that I don't have what it takes to do what I'm doing. And so we, we really wanted to write first from the perspective of our journey through that for my wife and I out of imposter, which really was a lot about trying to be a, a version of parenting that we saw in others, Got it. which is cool. It's cool to see what other parents are doing that works. What doesn't work is trying to be them. That won't work. Mm -hmm. And it leads to this feeling of inadequacy. I can't pull mm -hmm. it off. So we just lead right out of the gate with that. And then we just try to dive into some real practical down to earth. Like here's some stuff you can do right now to build your incredible as a parent. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. So just let me tell the guests what we're doing here. So this book's coming out. Um, you can go take the assessment with the book. So we want to promote you going and grabbing that. And instead of digging into Ned and Sarah, me and my wife's assessments, which we took, Sarah and I are both going to read that book. We're going to just do this kind of intro, dig in, hammer these guys for a little bit. And then we're going to come back in six to eight weeks. And Dr. Ryan is going to do a podcast with Sarah and I, uh, Sarah, now, you know, uh, that I committed us to <laughs> surprise. that yeah, surprise. Um, so that then parents can listen in. Okay. So right off the gate, you know, first, what I want to do is not just go, Hey, great news, everybody go do this thing. I want to show like these guys are the real deal. So now we have the premise for what we're doing here. We're going to dig into it. And then a couple months, we're going to just like, Dr. Ryan's going to coach us. And then you could, everybody could listen to our strengths and weaknesses. Um, okay. So Dr. Ryan, why do you, well, yeah, this is the first question. And then we'll talk about you as a dad. Why do you care? Why did yeah. you make this assessment? Yeah, it's a, you went right to it. I think fundamentally what for me is it's personal. So okay. I'm, I'm father of three. So I have, I have a 11 year old turning 12 soon. I have a six year old and I have a baby girl that's almost two. She's two nice. in January. And fatherhood is something that to be candid, I didn't walk into feeling strong in. I walked into thinking that I would be that doofus dad you see on TV that Brandon and I talk about this all the time, how much we hate that figure Heck because yeah. it's, and I thought I was going to be that one. I thought I was going to be that dad that was just like, I don't know what's going on. I guess all I'm good for is barbecue and right. Like, and that was it. Uh, but then I became a father and realized that like, this was like, this is it. This is where the joy of my life is in fatherhood and started to become that father figure, tried to be a good father, but there were parts of me that just, you know, I just didn't feel like it, it fit. didn't feel like I was doing a great job. Uh, fortunately I was exposed to strengths based philosophies along the way. And it came to this point where it was just the realization that like, you know what, there's parts of me that are truly incredible that mm. really I could be great at. I just have to learn to appreciate those parts of me, maybe even lean into me, lean into those more. And then 
I was sitting on this island over here and then Brandon and Alan, they wrote an amazing manifesto. I'm going to call it that. For those of you who are faith-based, you should check it out. Brandon and Alan wrote this wonderful book called Play to Their Strengths, which yep. talks about seeing our children through the lens of God's eyes, right? So for those of you that faith-based, check that out. When they wrote that, um, Brandon came, he said, Hey, we wrote this book and it turns out everybody loves it and they want more. So what can we do? And we said, let's build an assessment. And oh, so the assessment there. came, the assessment came after that book to totally. say, Hey, what's this next step? And so kudos to you to say, let's create a tool to help people versus just yeah. writing another book based on the success of our first book. Yep. So Brandon came to you said, let's write an assessment. Now, is there some sort of credibility that you have to be the guy to create an assessment? Uh, so a couple things, right? So one is a doctorate in psychology. So yeah, so we'll start with that. Um, See, I said, I'm just going to hammer you. I didn't tell you what I was going to ask you. <laughs> right. So yeah. So um, come from a long line of research. So I'm a researcher scientist first. When Brandon approached me, I was uh, teaching at the university level. So I was a professor and researcher at university. Um, but I got my chops and strengths and why strengths is a particular area of expertise for me is not only was I, my expertise is in positive psychology, which strengths lives in, mm -hmm. but I actually, uh, grew up in, grew up my uh, career in, in Gallup and Gallup is famous for, you know, the number one, what is it? The number one bestseller book of all time, right? Strengths finder 2.0. That's oh, right. Yeah. On Amazon, best uh, nonfiction, all time bestseller. Yeah. Okay. Up. So you've worked with them for quite some time. Yeah. I actually helped develop the first public uh, coaching certification program for strengths. Okay. That's actually what Brandon and I met years ago. He was in the first group of, of people that were officially Gallup certified to become strengths coaches, taught Brandon. And then Brandon went on and started this wildly successful strengths coaching business, 34 strong. And, you know, we, we went our own ways for a few years. He comes back and says, Hey, hey Darby, I think you can help with this. Nice. So, so, um, Dr. Ryan, how many years have you been working in, let's just say what, when did you start working with strengths? Oh, that's a great question. So almost 10 years now. Okay. And, and so 10 years and, and that is where you've spent a majority of your time. So, so then, um, so then you answered my question about credibility to be the guy, right? And, <laughs> right. and I think it's important because like, as I, as, as I, as a father, like want to go out and there's like so much content out there, you know, yeah, I want to be a great dad, but it, you know, if I'm going to invest my time and resource into like dig into something, I want to know that it's valuable, right? Yeah. It's not just like some quiz that somebody has on a, on a click funnel through their website <laughs> that, that they're just trying to capture my attention, you know, but it sounds as though that your intention is really that one, you found yourself stumbling into this role of fatherhood and you wanted to, and as you embraced it for yourself, you wanted to create tools for other dudes to do the same. Absolutely. And let me add one final piece. So neither Brandon nor I sat here saying, Hey, we're the gurus and we know what this is and let, let us tell you stuff. We actually took the approach first and said, all right, what does, what does the science tell us about these things? What mm. does the researchers, what do people who are absolute experts in their profession, not just expert marketers, but experts in the profession of strengths, positive psychology, personality theories, parenting, what do they say? And we took that research. And so we, we stand on the shoulders of giants. It's not Brandon or I, but it's rather the amazing work that's come before us. 
man, that's such a great thing to say because it's the truth, but sometimes we don't always point that out, you know? All right. So Dr. Ryan, three kids, doctor, been working in strengths, 10 years, work to create this assessment. Um, sounds like you guys did a lot of work to create it. Um, now I'm going to dig into Brandon for a second. Okay. So Brandon, you wrote a book, you know, initially play to their strengths to, uh, to help parents, you know, in the faith community, see their kids through God, through God's eyes. Right. Right. That's right. Okay. What gives you the credibility to write that? So my wife and I started <laughs> working with strengths in, uh, 2003 is when we were introduced to the concept and I was working in a church at the time and had a large staff and this, the idea of shifting a philosophy to a strengths-based approach just captured me. I mean, I was mm. so captivated by this idea and at the time, I had 28 staff that reported in. And so my job was to begin teaching and training them around this idea of how we would, for now on, manage them. And I, I just thought, I got I to gotta take this home. I got to take this home. And my wife and I need to do this. And I need to think about my kids. And so what started as just a great tool for the, the, the job I was doing at the time, the work there, grew into a passion to launch a consulting firm and join up with Gallup, partner with them. And then I had this moment, man, I had this major turning point and, and uh, I'm a father of seven. So I have, I have three kids in their twenties, 27, 26, 24, uh, four grandchildren. And then I have four still at home, 17, 16, 13, and 10. Okay. And so we, he, let's just stop on that. He remembered all those, right? <laughs> right? I, I like, saw him reading his palm. Yeah. I think he had them all written down his palm. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I just want to pause on that for a second. Cause you're, you're in your zone, right? You're sharing your, your seven kids. That's right. Three out of a house, four in the house, four grandkids. Yep. We're not talking some, some dude who, who, who doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. I mean, this, this is where we gain wisdom. And especially in our culture, if you're, if you're 35 year old dude, listening to this, right. We think we know everything. I'm 37. So don't assume that I, I'm just saying I'm 35. So we assume we know everything, but there's very, there's, there's so much, value in seeking wisdom from those who are steps ahead of us. Like Dr. Ryan said about the research on the giants before us. So go ahead, Brandon. I just want to pause and go like, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. So I like to say that with this many kids over that span of time, you have a lot of opportunity to learn from mistakes. Mm. Let me just say that. And so, <laughs> so, so as I began to roll into this work around strengths-based development within companies, businesses, government, you know, I, I would be in, in front of a room and be talking about strengths and my examples always flowed back to my kids. I was constantly talking about them. And somebody one day said, dude, you need to like capture all those stories and you need to like put it in a book because nice. we are getting more from your family stories and what we're taking home, almost more than what we're doing in the company. And, and we realized, man, that was the secret. Like, to really make this stick on the professional side, it had to land on the personal side. So we we uh, we were thinking about a hobby at the time anyway. My wife and I were like, hey, what do we want to do? You know, we, we're getting a little older. Kids are moving out now. We only have four kids at home. It was kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, only four at home. And so we, we started to write. And uh, man, total just divine intersection. I ended up meeting the CEO of a publishing company through a talk I was giving. And he, he was sitting there with his team while I was talking and I didn't know this. They were asking themselves, wow, wouldn't it be great if this guy had written a book? So over lunch, 
He goes, are you working on anything extra? I said, well, my wife and I just started a book. We're like three chapters in slides me his card and says, Hey, I want to see it. Can I see your manuscript? I want to see what you got. So off we went and uh, published authors June of 19 and that little hobby grew into a book. And then, you know, call my buddy, Dr. Ryan. I'm like, dude, I think there could be an assessment, but I need your letters, bro. Cause I don't have the letters. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I don't know about how you build one of these. So what do you think? And so here we are, we're, we're launching the second book and now we got this awesome assessment to go with it. Incredible. Can I just point out when most couples say I need a hobby, they take up like pickleball or something, right? They don't start like a whole movement around strengths-based parenting. Right, right. So I, I want to kind of pause on two little nuggets I see and, and either of you can speak to it, but based on what Brandon said. So the first nugget is the stories that you were sharing about your own personal growth were stories from your home. So I think it's really important for us men to realize our home is a huge opportunity for us to grow into, for the lack of a better word, better human beings. So much of the time we look at like work and reading and all these places where we're trying to grow. But, but if you really submit yourself in your home, huge opportunity to grow. And then Brandon use those stories to, to share. So any thoughts on that? It's just kind of a little nugget and then I have one more. You know, man, there was a, a particular story and it's my big aha. It's, it's a moment with my son at the time he was 14. And this story is probably the one that resonates with people quite a bit because I was gearing up to coach my boy in high school football. That was my sport, Ned. That's what I loved, what I did. Mm -hmm. I'd already spent years coaching. So I, I, I got my way onto the coaching staff at his high school so I could be there with him, but also, you know, practice my own passion and, and so I'm thinking like, this is it, man, major bonding for dad and boy. And we're on the way to his first practice and I'm, I'm coaching him up on the way. I'm like, Hey man, here's how it's going to go. This is how you get out there, get after it, show your team members who you are, show your coaches. And I'm like all into this speech and he leans over and he puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes, Hey dad, I just need you to know that I'm not like you and I'm not going to play football the same way that you did. And I mean, I was stunned. Ouch stunned and silent. And it really was a moment of clarity. He had no idea what he had just dropped on me yeah. and, and where that, that would go. And so sure enough, man, the guy played one season it wasn't for him. And I, and now right then and there, it was my job is to learn about Lance. I want to become a Lance expert. I want to know this dude for who he is supposed to be, not who I want him to be. And that's a big message for dads. Cause we get, you know, our, we get into our kids and we start thinking about how they reflect on us and who we want them to be. And it was a big pause and it shifted everything. And that, that, that story captured people to go, man, I, I had one lady in a talk, Ned put her hands in her face, started to cry. She said, I can't believe what you're saying and how much I know I did that to my daughter. And I said, good news for you. It's never too late for a yep. do over. Mm -hmm. You can shift now. And the relationship, you'd be amazed at how quickly it'll repair and 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 take off and blossom. Awesome. Mm. I'm going to chime in with some, some nerdery here. So here's where you get the nerd in me. Uh, there's a paper in 2003, um, Leadership Quarterly, that compared leadership skills with good parenting. And it was like, it was, a, it was amazing. They listed all the attributes of a transformational leader and they went boom, 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 boom. And then they said, all right, well, what is a good parent? And they went boom, boom, boom. And they like matched up almost perfectly. And 
it has it blew my mind when I first saw this. So what does that mean? A lot of it. What it, it means to yeah. be a great leader, you have to be a good parent. A mm. good parent is a great leader. So for all those dads listening here right now and say, hey, I want to develop my leadership abilities, don't go take a seminar. Don't go sit in like a leadership development course or read that. I mean, we all have stacks of leadership books sitting on our bookcase behind us thinking that makes us better. No, stop. Become a great dad, right? And if you become a great dad, I promise you that's a transferable skill. You're going to take that back into your workplace and people are going to be like, man, he's a great leader. So great dads make great leaders. Uh, And just so you know, yes, yeah, this is where we practice, right? Um, that that study went on. Uh, the average, uh, you know, scholarly paper gets cited one time by their peers. This has over 340 citations, which wow. is just top one percent of all citations. Which means that the the leadership theorists today are saying, "Yep, great leadership is great parenting. Great parenting is great leadership." So that's that's what it means to be to be great work life general is is we practice these things at home first. And if we get them perfect at home, it's transferable skill for every other aspect of our life. So I want to share. So I have a thought from that. So the dude who's listening right now, who's like, "Ah, I'm not a leader. It doesn't matter. Uh, Yes, you are a leader. If if you're not, you might not be the boss at work. You might not be the highest rank at work. You're still a leader, a leader, somebody who's being watched, who has influence and who has been given responsibility to take care of. And I have a great story from the other day and I'll tell it quick. I picked up my kids from youth group. I hadn't seen my 14 year old all day. Um, she's sitting right behind me. I reach my hand back over the, over the, you know, I'm sitting in the driver's seat, reach my hand back around and I grab her. I was like, Hey, I miss you. Right. She put her hand in my hand. And I, and I just said, I miss you today. And I just kissed her hand like that. Just whatever. I'm just being me and me. And I hear one of the girls in the back, one of their friends say, Oh, is that what dads do? Just like, she just oh. made that comment. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, bro, that is heavy. So when you hear this, you hear about leadership, what you do matters. Like everybody's watching you and it matters. It matters big time. Okay. Second nugget that I wanted to point out. So Brandon, you're at work killing it, you know, employees, you find this great tool strengths and it's working really well. So then you bring it home, right? So men who are out there and things are working, Sometimes we don't bring those things home. Like my wife's going to give me pushback. My kids are going to give me pushback about this, oh, blah, blah, blah. Right. So what was the thing that made you bring what was working out in the world that was helping you, helping you be a great leader. And you brought that into your home. And then, uh, you know, if you did get some pushback from your family, what made you bring that into your home? You know, what's fascinating is my wife and I, this is probably one of the few things in our 27 years of marriage that we had immediate alignment on. It was amazing because, you know, we started our family at 18. Oh yeah. A strengths approach. I mean, it was like, we both went, we both went, this just makes so much sense because we started parenting Ned at 18 and 17. We had three kids by the time we were 22. So a lot of (laughs) trial and error. Then we had eight. Yeah. That's awesome. Probably pause. Let that sink in for people. (laughs) So then we had eight years with no kids. And then we basically, we have our bigs and our littles. Well, so when we, when, when I brought this home and said, oh my gosh, babe, we got to look at this. First, it was us, right? Our partnership and the ahas and the, oh my gosh, you're that way. I'm this way. Like just yeah. looking at who we are. And then it was, all right, how can we use this to be better parents? Cause we, it wasn't for a lack of striving. We were trying 
and we were trying to do what we were doing. But man, like, you know, Darby's comment, we were going to the conferences, we were listening to the people. And it was almost always this feeling of, I can't do what that guy on the stage is doing. I, I, I'd try down that path, try to take on that habit. I get, you know, three quarters of the way and it's like, if it, it fails. And, and the problem wasn't that his idea wasn't great. It was that it didn't fit me. Mm. And so learning how to customize to each other, dude, change the game. And, and, and what's cool, because we wrote the first book, man, the, the audience we had to impress the most, the first audience were three adult kids that lived that. And to be able to actually ask them, all right, you parented when we were this way, you know, the, the first way. And then you see the shift we made. What would you say about it? And the, and the quotes they gave us, the comments was the biggest validation we could have ever asked for of our adult kids looking back going, heck yeah, you totally changed your approach. And it was way better for us. And it was so much different in the way we relate to you now and the way you respect us and how you appreciate, man, I can, I, I, I right then and there, I was like, yes, you know, that was, that was the validation that I think we mostly needed in our journey. Wow. So, you, so you went to your adult kids now and they recognize a difference that once you kind of discovered your strengths versus just trying to be like the dad next door, that you were a different dad for them and that their world changed. For sure huge hmm. yeah just just my son's a tough critic he he is a no bs kind of guy um just just salt to the earth kind of guys and a journeyman electrician dude works hard got two boys for that guy to look at me and go dad absolutely you were different and it was way better it hmm. was that moment of man thanks son because you know we you're gonna find out yourself <laughs> with your own boys this parenting thing's not easy but yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad that you saw it so is that really the goal of the assessment is that a parent could go take that assessment and they're going to learn their strength so that one, they don't feel so sucky, right? Because <laughs> they're going to be operating out of a place of uh, foundation, right? They're, they're themselves. And then it creates a bit of a different, not a bit, it creates a different world for their kids too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I see you both nodding your yeah, heads, but our, people our can't see us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, our goal for the assessment really is that you understand yourself at a deeper level and understand that there are parts of you that are incredible. And that if you invest in those, if you invest in those strengths, you're going to, you're going to be happy in parenting again. And you're going to find your relationships with your kids, just like overnight, just change overnight, you're going to get better. Uh, we really want you to discover about yourself so that you can become the father that you have the potential to be. Um, and we know, every, again, every single person that we assessed, every single person that we've ever talked to has potential to be an incredible father. They just need a little bit of help finding out where their strengths lie and start to invest in those. Now, what if I'm brand new? Like if, say I just got a baby, Mm-hmm. Can I go take that assessment now? Or are the questions really about how I deal with my kids at like five, 10, 15 years old? Nope. Take it now. Right, right away. In fact, it's the best. I mean, if you have that blessing right now that you're, you're new to the game or, you know, you're expecting and you guys are starting your families. Wow. We, I, I envy you. Like mm. you can start off on such a cool foundation because in addition to the assessment, we filled the, the first five chapters of this book. It's only, I mean, literally, man, it's like, it's like five chapters, 30 pages of a pretty, pretty small book. I mean, it's a, it's a five by seven. And so you could buzz through it, but the points we give you there are very practical right out of the gate. And then you get the cool results from your assessment. 
you really we, we ask you to focus in on the top most intense results out of the 12 and you get a lot of really practical ways to start thinking about how you use that stuff okay i'm actually thinking about that uh the new parents each taking that assessment and understanding oh that's why you are the way you are right like and have <laughs> that kind of understanding from the beginning of their parenting journey oh my gosh i might get my hair back <laughs> so i'm gonna ask you guys a couple questions about you personally and your views and then i just want to end it with digging into my top result on my assessment just so that people get a little bit of a feel of what this is so that then you know when they get the book and they take the assessment they know they know what they're stepping into um okay so brandon how old are you 45, 45, seven kids, four grandkids. Dang, bro. You are going to be the wisest hundred year old ever (laughs) to live. My gosh. Okay. Awesome. And then what would you say the role of the father is? So I, I am a huge believer in influence, the power of influence. And I think of influence as you occupy three roles in the hearts and minds of your children. Either get to be their advocate, you're perceived as their adversary, or you're ambivalent. So one of those three is where you live. And I believe that fatherhood, your job is to proactively be the advocate for your kids. You are in their corner. You have their back. You're paving a way. Their success thrills you. Your job is to, to, to be that primary influence. When they look back on their life and they think about those people who most sat you know, and, and thought about them and, and urged them and prayed for them that I believe that is the core job that we have as dads and, and just being that voice that has the most generous eyes towards them, that builds them up, not tears them down, gives them that space where they can, you know, they, not that they can't do wrong because that's not possible, but that we, we are seeing the way to turn it and, and help to build and be that guide on that path. Okay. So I'm going to go to Dr. Ryan. Ryan, how old are you? I get kind of teary eyed at that actually, Brandon. That was, that was something, man. Thank you for sharing. Dude. Yeah. The, the word advocate is yeah. huge, right? I mean, I, I ask guys all the time, what's, what's, what do you believe the role of the father is? Um, so yeah, it's good. It's really good. Dr. Ryan, how old are you? 40. 40. And then what would you describe the role of the father is? You can't use the word advocate. <laughs> I can't just say ditto. Um, no, I think when I, when I sit down and I think about my role and what I hope other fathers do is that we help our children become strong. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of fathers will immediately jump into, yeah, I need to teach them hard work. I need to teach them discipline. I need to teach them, but I'm actually not talking about that type of strength. I'm talking about this type of strength that makes you resilient and happy throughout your whole life. There's a cool researcher, John Gottman, he's at the University of Washington. He finds that fathers are the one of the, the, the strongest predictor of the emotional health of their children. Oh man. Yes. Which gets you really thinking deeply about that for a second. So oftentimes people are like, dads, my dad was hard and he, you know, never took it. But, but no, like a good father, our role is to connect emotionally with their, our kids and teach them how to be strong inside, like strong, like I deal with my emotions in the right way. I know how to know how to like, I know how to be sad. I know how to cry and be okay with that. And I know how to be happy. And I know how to form these really good connections and intimate relationships with the people around me. And I have a positive identity that 
positive identity. That to me is what it means to be strong. And that I think fathers, that's the role of the father. And if you can give that to your kids, that's a multi-generational legacy. Oh yeah. Impact all the way. Yeah. And that's, what's beautiful about this is, is what we're talking about is not just because we just want to feel good and be like hip dads. This matters like beyond my life. Yeah. And, and it's not just about me. It's like my kids need somebody to marry and those grandkids are going to need somebody to marry. So if there's not other dudes who are serious about this, then we're all screwed. So I'm going to ask you, Dr. Ryan, and then Brandon gets the chance to think about this. What was your biggest struggle coming into fatherhood? Uh, inattention, candidly. So inattention. So I like, I like work. Work is a hobby. I enjoy work. I, I find pleasure in it. And so I have a natural disposition to get totally sucked in to my work and my other priorities and forget about the little toddler that's trying to get my attention. Uh, and so, and it's still something that I struggle with. It's been a struggle from the very beginning. And it's something that I have to very actively take control of. Um, if I, if I don't, I turn to that, that distant dad who just, you know, is present, but not inside present, you know? Mm. Man, thank you for sharing that. That's solid. Brandon, how about you? What was your biggest struggle, you know, first years of fatherhood? I was immature. <laughs> so, uh, you know, starting so young, just immature, inexperienced, trying to figure life out, being young. So young dads out there, I mean, you can get there. You're going to need support. You need mentors. And that was a big part of my journey was having people that could point the way, give give me some ups. But immature and I could I could define that a little further it was just low emotional intelligence I wasn't very aware of how I showed up I wasn't very aware of what I did that impacted my children so the impact of a father raising his voice for example it it is there is something about a dad raising his voice in an angry way that chills a kid I mean mm -hmm. not a good way it leaves it, it does things to them and and just the power of physical touch in a positive way and the negative way, yeah. just understanding, you know, I'm, I'm a big dude, especially to a two-year-old, especially to a three-year-old and knowing, you know, the, the understanding of intimidation versus instruction, how I give you instruction that is constructive versus intimidation that feels punitive. I'm just disciplining you because I'm mad at you. So some of that was just a big part of that journey early of trying to, to just really, you know, deconstruct some ideas so that I could begin to look at parenting from a different angle. Man. So good. So good. Um, okay. Well, you know, I do have some more questions, but you know, really my intention here was to not just promote a book, not just promote an assessment that, that we would uncover your, you know, have you guys bear some of who you are, so that when a dude goes and picks this up, he doesn't feel like we just made a recommendation, but he feels like, oh, I know this dude who wrote this. And I know a little bit about this dude who made this assessment. And there's some more like buy-in and I'm not alone and we're all together in this. So that was really what I wanted to do and kind of be a little hard on the questions <clears throat> just because, you know, we want to know who we're hanging with. Right. So you guys are incredible. I'm more excited. You know, I met Brandon a couple months ago, but just kind of in a bigger group. So didn't get to super dive in. So I'm excited to get into the book. I'm excited to dig more into the assessment with my spouse and go have my kids take it. But, but to, to kind of wrap this up, <clears throat> why don't we do this? I got my 
assessment open. So I'm going to say, okay, say no guy ever comes back and listens to us talk in a couple months, but they go get the book. They go take the assessment. And let's real quick, if somebody doesn't get the book, can they go take the assessment right now online? Totally. Yep. Okay. Where do they yeah. go to do that? Incrediblefamily.com. So when you go, there'll be a top right hand corner. It'll say, discover your strengths. You click on that. That'll, that'll take you over to And how much uh, is it I, to take the assessment? It's $10 for the incredible, well, $10 for incredible parent, $10 for incredible kids. So we have another one for, for the kids. Okay. Awesome. So dudes, 10 bucks, like 10 bucks, go get, go dig in. Now the cool thing is, is once you do the assessment, it breaks down each of the 12 to like kind of give you a nugget on, on what that means. So why don't we do this? So, so I just go take the assessment. My top one is fortitude. Okay. And then my lowest, uh, my lowest one is stability. <laughs> so right. if I'm a dude and I go see this, you know, uh, like, see, I even made a joke about it. Like that's what us dudes yeah. do. So I go, Oh, my weakest one. And I laugh about it. But if I go do this, talk to me briefly about my strongest and weakest so that a dude knows what to expect when they go take this. So it doesn't just, you know, make them feel crappy that stability is their lowest. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, we all do that. <laughs> we right. look at that top and then we jump to that bottom. You know, the really funny thing about that is your bottom strengths. Those aren't actually where you struggle as a, as a parent. Those are just kind of like, they're almost non-factors in your parenting. Both your successes and your struggles are actually going to come from your, your top strengths. Uh, and let me actually share what this is going to get personal, Brandon. Um, I know your strengths, Brandon. Your number one is trainer, right? Yeah, you're nodding. They That's can't. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Sorry, they can't hear my nod. Yeah. So with, with trainer, trainer is that that parent that's able to establish structure really easily. They're really big on control. They're big on, hey, here's this is this is how we're going to operate in our home. Here are the consequences. Here are the repercussions. They do such a good job of helping their kids like be accountable for their choices. Uh, to grow, to grow in, in a structured environment. But here's the struggle that comes with a lot of parents is they can, with trainer, they can be really heavy handed. And you heard Brandon sh share earlier that heavy handedness came out early in his parenting. Yeah. Brandon, would you say that's accurate? Absolutely. And so it wasn't the stuff at the bottom of the list. I don't know what Brandon's bottom of the list is, but I can tell you where his strengths and his struggles are by his top ones. It, it happens to be stability. Yeah. Stability. Right. <laughs> good, good example. Um, so, so, so Ned, rad. So see, that's a huge nugget right there is because yeah. automatically I'd probably go read stability and go like, what do I suck at this thing? But really I want to dig into the, the, my the top, top strengths and go, Oh, yep. this is when you're killing it at that. And here's where you suck at that or yeah. aren't lifting your kids up. So talk to me about fortitude for a minute. So just like, so I can, yeah. So, so fortitude, and by the way, when you take the assessment or, or by the book, we'll actually, you'll, you'll read all these things. It'll tell you your, your strengths, your struggles, all this stuff. But for the fortitude, what this is, is this is, I'm going to call you the hardworking, like the gritty, the gritty parent. You're really strong-willed. You're driven. You're, you are really good at doing whatever it takes to be a great parent. Like you never give up. Like parenting is, there is a right way to parent and by God, you're going to do it the right way. Ned, would you say that's true of you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, all right. Um, and so that's awesome. I mean, think about what amazing gift that is for your kids. Here is the parent that will do everything to give your kids the best possible childhood, the best possible future they can, they can have. And so you persevere through all of those difficult challenges. 
which is really, really awesome. And there's so many successes that come from that. Um, now here's where we get to the second part of that, the struggles that sometimes hit me come with it. Right, right. You're like, here it comes. Um, do you find that sometimes there you're a little bit stubborn that you can be a little bit kind of inflexible with Def- define with sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, uh, let's get rid of the sum. Right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, even as you started saying it, and and is even as you started saying what my strength was, and you had prefaced it with that's where I'm also gonna. I mean, yeah. I feel like I'm always saying something to my wife. You know, it's like I'm always saying something to her because I think I have this ideal way. You know, yes. and so I create conflict yeah. because. I have this ideal stubborn way and it's like, so I got something to say, like, well, why'd you say it to her like that? Or do you think you were a little, well, this, that, or the other it's so that is definitely yeah. where I see a weakness come out because I can squash her because of my strength. That fortitude. Right. And, and so this is where we as a parents, and this is the genius here is that fortitude like all the research says it leads to these great outcomes. However, like you got to be able to be mature and handle it the right ways. You got to take that fortitude and say like, you know what? There are times, there are some things that are going to be unbendable. I'm going to be awesome on these. And my fortitude is just going to rock these. And then some other times you're going to be like, you know what? This isn't time for my fortitude strength. I'm going to have to dip lower the scale and maybe use one of my other strengths because fortitude isn't the right one at Mm. this moment in time. Mm. And that's why you're not one strength. You have a combination of strengths. That's what makes you an incredible parent. And you're going to use those different gifts at different time. And that first starts with that self-awareness. Dude, so cool. So right there, I mean, we spent like maybe four or five minutes just talking about the one thing and there's ahas in that. So dudes who are listening, $10 to like give yourself some freedom and probably get along better with your spouse and your kids. Go take the assessment, get the book. The book will be available January 8th, correct? On Amazon. That's right. Okay. And then when you buy that on Amazon, do the extra work and go write a review about how great it is so that your kids have uh, kids to marry. You don't want other dirtbags raising their future (laughs) husband or um, wife, right? I mean, that's that's real. That's maybe (laughs) manipulative, but that's real. Okay. Uh, super cool. So what we're going to do is I got the book. I'm going to read the book. My wife and I took the assessment. We're going to set this next thing up, you know, once we're done to just like do what Dr. Ryan just did, but like deeper. Okay. Um, so that people can hear that because the reality is, is once people take the assessment and read the book, there is an opportunity for them to be coached by somebody. Correct. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm so excited for you and your wife to do it together because that, I, I, I'm telling you, this is like an aha for, for parents. Like when, when they're like, that's why you do that. And then here's what's cool about that is it, it switches your perspective of parenting when you get frustrated with your spouse. It's going to flip that from frustration to fascination. So instead of her being like, Ned, you, you're so stubborn on these things. She's like, I can see that fortitude strength come through. Right. And it starts to be appreciation. It's, it's cool. I can't wait. Awesome. So um, any last thoughts that either of you have about the book, about the assessment, anything you want to share before we go, before I hit you with my last question? I'm good, man. I think we covered it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So um, just say that website one last time. So people know where it is. Yeah. Incrediblefamily.com. Okay. Perfect. All right. So I'm going to let Brandon answer this first. So Dr. Ryan, you could think about it. 
Brandon, imagine yourself 50 years from now, 50 years from now, you're standing out on the street. You're able to look into the homes of your kids, grandkids. I mean, probably some great grandkids at that point. Let's pick those great grandkids. What is it that you see in their home that your day in and day out actions, decisions, you're seeing played out in their homes? So in our first book, we talk about the concept of looking for shining eyes. Mm-hmm. Eyes that tell you that someone is engaged, they're, they're enjoying life, they're living it to their fullest. And I would be looking for, do their eyes shine? That's what's going to tell me if whatever they're doing or up against or living it, that they're, they're living it to the full. So shining eyes is what I want to see. Man, you are unstumpable. I mean, not even a breath. You didn't even take a breath to answer that. Dude, yeah, I was, I was on fire, here. man. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm so glad he went first. <laughs> well, he is a grandpa. Yeah, I, that is that is such a, a the guy's got wisdom. Question. Good. Yeah, he does. Um, I'll share with you. For me, the guiding factor in my life has to do with love, right? So loving one another, loving ourselves, loving God, and for me, in 50 years, looking in my kids' homes. What I want to see are homes full of love, love all the way around, love for each other, love for themselves, love for God. And if if we do this right, if we can help people discover what's best in themselves, I think we can fill a world full of people who truly love, mm. love themselves and love each other. That's beautiful, man. You guys, I am so excited, you know, just that we had this moment to like dig into who you guys are, dig into the work that both of you are doing, dig into it's, it's something bigger than both of you. And it's really an opportunity for parents to create incredible homes. I mean, the name is just perfect, right? This isn't just some marketing thing. It is really an incredible opportunity. So I thank you for the work you're doing. I thank you for the the husbands you are, the fathers you are, the friends you are. And I just, I just, you know, blessing on you guys, man, that you guys just continue to share your personal growth, right? The things that you're working on personally, you're dumping that back into the world. And so I so appreciate it. And I just thank you for your guys' time. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Dad. It was great to be here. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking again in, in, in a couple months. Me too. That'd be great. What a great conversation. I'm really looking forward to digging deeper into the assessment with my wife, Sarah. The Incredible Parent Book is releasing January 8th. I'm looking forward to getting that. You can pre-order a copy now on their website, incrediblefamily.com. Please take a look at the book and take the assessment. It's only $10 if you take it without the book. And then check back in on the podcast in a couple of months. I'm going to release a second episode where Dr. Darby sits down with Sarah and I and digs into each of our assessments um, and kind of goes over our strengths and how we best work together, which I think would be great for all of you to hear as you're thinking about how it is best for you and your spouse to parent together. Hey, every Monday I put out this Fatherhood Field Notes podcast interviewing great dads. If you're interested in a shorter podcast, I put one out every Friday. Find it in the same spot, Rebel and Create, but it's called Craft of Fatherhood, where I discuss different topics, different questions that are sent to me. Right now, I am doing a uh, few episodes around planning and thinking about your year, so some great opportunities to go check that out. I want to say thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Create's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. 
what you do matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned. Shout together. Let's rebel against a view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood. And hey, if you could take a couple minutes and go write a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, that would be fantastic as it helps spread the word that fatherhood matters. Talk to you next time. Thank you.